Welcome to Dice and Suffering, home of more chaos than we have dice. And we have a lot of dice. Dice and Suffering presents The Fall of the First Sword Chapter 8 A Terrible Fate Ah yes. Greetings, mortals. I bid you welcome to Dice and Suffering and to Blades in the Dark. This is Season 2, Arc 2, the next chapter as it were. This is, I mean, I don't know what order I'm going to upload these solo episodes in. This is the second one we're recording because I did Kerry's one first because Kerry is easiest to pin down schedule-wise. And I've managed to steal Matt today. And I'll, I don't know, I'll wrestle the other two later. Fly to America and pin Chad to the ground. I know this arc is called the Fall of the First Sword because you lot are supposed to be planning an assassination. How much progress y'all have actually made on it is another question, but... There's a progress clock that have not been touched for the heist, but... <laughs> yes, the Pyre... The Pyre is a group of people who have made themselves known to you all through, you know, blowing up and shooting and just outright executing lots of students in their attempt to break into the occult university's vault. Which, you know, ended up leaving Blake traumatised. Didn't it, Blake? Hi. Who is Blake, Matt? Professor Blake Marshall is a professor who is a whisper. Um, he can talk to ghosts. Um, not not, not the delicious chocolate bar, no. Um, which it is not a delicious chocolate. I am not no, and he is not. A, he is not in any shape of mind a delicious chocolate bar. No, he's in a very bad place, um, having witnessed several of his students executed, including Perkins. He did the fat D, but I'm just saying. Um, he, uh, you know, um, he's tried the process. Um, becoming a, a, a career criminal, um, he ha- executed a man at point blank range with a shotgun. Um, which I think surprised you and Caitlin. Yeah, that was that was that was a day where I considered alcoholism. <laughs> um, I think not even my husband has listened back to that episode yet. Um, I, f- I feel that if he does, he'll be very, very judgmental of me. Um, if he does, th- you'll hear about it. And this is a man who had want- let the crew the entire campsite in a game of Dungeons and Dragons um, to uh, <laughs> because he thought it'd be funny. Um, you know, it is what it is. As the void says hello. Yes, Loki's decided to try and eat my d6s. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, yeah, this and is... yeah, Blake is dealing with a lot of shit, having moved into the into the back room of a peppermint gorilla. Yes, 
the peppermint gorilla, the front of house, the front for the gang's black lotus ring, the warehouses and things around the city, is a strip joint featuring the the group's favourite Bertrude in all his leopard print thong glory. Captain Halfmast, whose arm is getting better after having it snapped during a questioning. And you know, Mariella's got their got the gang to get their dance routine down pat. I'm picturing a, has, I'm picturing yeah. like a like a like a version of um, all the single ladies. <laughs> but she's very good at all the single ladies. Loki, stop trying to get up here and eat my dice. Go away. For the benefit of the tape, Matthew is now doing the single lady's dance. No. All, all of these solos are taking place a couple days, either the day after or a couple days after the incident. Or the showdown with some of the Grey Cloaks, who are disgraced blue coats who either got framed or are just generally villainous. And the Pyre, who kidnapped both Crowley and Hoxley, your benefactor. Hoxley did not survive the encounter. He was dead before you got there. You managed to get Crowley out after Mariella saved all of your asses by making a deal with the most powerful person in the room. I'm sure that won't come back to bite you all at all. No, but it was that or die, so... Yeah. Mariella disappeared over any over a day, but came back, seemed fine, drank her wine. Riley's been a bit in and out, dealing with things and, I don't know, stuffing cow pollen into her pockets. And Crowley spent a good amount of time on of his half of the sofa, you know, recovering from being beaten an inch of his life. Before we kick off, you have two downtime actions to use as you wish. Yes. Could I get a recap of the current clocks in progress, please? So, you have the postcode lottery. <laughs> <laughs> which has 8 out of 10 pieces filled. Mm-hmm. A sentence I never thought would be a thing, but here we are. We have the Cursed Sword, which has nothing filled in. We have... You finished the Argaz clock. Yes. The Pyre, you have, I believe, two in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's an 8-piece clock. Like, those are the group ones. You don't have any individual ones left, unless you wish to start one. At the risk of making the GM end the call here, I want to start a new one. No, um, it's time. It's time to... Because I have... Because I was at the university when the pyre blew the place up, I was doing research on the sword. It is time to do some research on this goddamn sword. 
Okay, what would you like to look into? Well, whilst we're at university, the sword, and I met, I met a time, if you haven't listened to that, if you remember from my episode, there was a, there's a point where I asked Caitlin if we could add something to the clock for this because we witnessed it absorb the blood from someone as they were killed. You told me no. Well, this is the time I'm going to ask if we can if we can explore that's what you want to look into. Why did that happen? How did it happen? Can we use that to our advantage? Okay, what kind of role do you want this to be then? I, th- I definitely think this would be a study role. Study, survey? Um, I'm thinking it would be a... I'm, I would like it to be a survey role. Um, yeah, as long as you can justify it to me, you can kind of... R- Crowley used Hunt to find a fucking door. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. How is the door, by the way? The door is fabulous, and the blood stain is no longer visible. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna survey um, many 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 texts as, as possible to find out what's happened. And and um, then that is a six and two. We take the six. We take the six and run away screaming. Six is three segments on the clock. Lovely. You recognise fairly quickly that, like, this thing has always had a supernatural aura to it. It's kind of why, it's how you could tell it was the real deal at the auction in the first place, because I think the phrase I use, this is haunted as fuck. Yeah, 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 full of fucking ghosts. Full of fucking ghosts. I am nothing if not eloquent. But what... There are several, I mean, there's about 25 different ghost signatures in this. Some of them are more prominent than others. Like, you can pick out five ones that you could potentially contact or be able to speak to. The rest of them are either too volatile or too weak for you to engage with. So five I could safely talk to, possibly. Yes. Okay, that's worth noting for now. Yep. Okay. Have I I worked out... So that's three segments out of how many? Eight, was it, you say? Yes. Okay. Okay. You can reduce stress, try and heal some harm, Acquire an asset, etc. Last time we did was in the group session back at the start of January, wasn't it? Okay, so I have seven stress, uh, level two shoulder harm, and level one ribs and bullet shoulder. That's a lot. If the DM could give you a hint, I'd suggest removing that stress. I was going to go for the stress. I was going to go because for the... you already have a level of trauma, honey. No, no, absolutely. I was just looking at the um, I was just looking at the the amount of injuries I had. I'm like, need to look into that at some point. But that's Shotgun, not fun. Getting shot, getting 
What was the ribs for? Oh yeah, the the um rubble. Mm. Um, but I will um I will try and de-stress by indulging in my vice. Which is weird. It is the weird side of things for sure. So I Going will Going to go get more children killed by giving them a Ouija board. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. Um what I'm going to do this time, I'm going to... Hmm. So this is the weird thing. Can I use that to... to instead of conducting a seance or anything, can I just hang out with, um, with Nyrix? Who is my ghost uh... friend? Yes, you can. She's a bit weaker than usual because she almost got obliterated whilst at the um, whilst helping you at the yeah the university. Were... So you Luke. can hang and chat with her. I'm gonna hang and chat with her. Try and you know, I don't know if it's a way of rebuilding her spirit form. <laughs> or not. It's mostly time and willpower. That's yeah. So I basically I will spend my time. Hanging out with her, yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, so rolling, you roll to stress. You're rolling one, aren't I? Lowest attribute rating. So you only have one in the physical stuff, don't you? Uh, one in prowess, yeah. Yeah. So roll one dice. Six. There we go. We're down to them run. two stress. I thought you said you had seven. Um. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, thought, I thought it was eight for some reason. Nope. I, my, it's a long day for me. So I'm so sorry. Stop making your life harder. It's one stress for me. Okay. Even better. There you go. Even better. Even better. Thank you, GM, for being for reminding me and not. Just saying, okay, go with it. Sort of. Well, if this one's a lot more punishing than the other TTRPGs we've played as a group, so. So far, anyway, yes. He says, having literally had you guys destroy Disney World. Look, Mickey needs to stop following me, and that's the answer. Oh! Didn't I end up married to Mickey by the end of that? Pluto. No, it was, it was Chad's. Was it Alex or Chad that got married to Pluto? Um, I and it. I ended up like I was dating Mickey, and this was like yeah, that, that was it. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah, and Kerry was and Kerry was Kerry was married to Goofy. Kerry was married to Goofy, and Kerry's character was addicted to Monster Energy. Yes. Yeah, this we were playing You Wake in a Strange Place. <laughs> and naturally we decided to make Disneyland a dystopia, which you know yeah. it basically is anyway. Yes, the day after my wedding, yes, that was fun. Have fun on your honeymoon <laughs> at Disneyland. We're not going we're going to Disney World or Disneyland, it's fine. Okay. Churro eating. <laughs> Loki, stop yelling at the door. I'm trying to run a session. Thank you. Dumbass. You can just make him out on the shelf there. <laughs> yeah. 
what a dumbass. So, you're welcome to speak in vague terms to each other about what your solos have been up to, because each of you is kind of getting a bit of a tidbit about either some major players, some major environmental stuff going on, or hints at upcoming events. Okay. Cool. And also, because then then you won't judge each other for the actions you've taken in your own sessions. Oh, I'm sure I'll be getting judged regardless of what I do. I mean, yeah. So, it's been a couple days. Apart from Apart from, like, being in the back room of the Peppermint Gorilla, is there anywhere else Blake goes? Um, the university is still being rebuilt, I think, for the most part. Um, he has been checking in with some of his co-workers, making sure, make sure things are going fine. But he, he's requested um, uh, personal leave, seeing as he saw many of his friends actually executed. Um, there, so most of the departments on leave, honestly. Yeah, so that's and that's understandable, I think. Um, so on the on the most part, he's he's doing that. He's trying to he's tried a few times to dispel um, the spirit of Andre from haunting him, um, without success. Yes, Andre doesn't really speak much. He's a very quiet bloke, but you can just. Half of it's just trying to tell the difference between your paranoia and when he's actually just hovering behind you. Watching. Yeah. Judging. Judging and watching, yes. Plus, in their ghost form, they retain the injuries that killed them. Oh, yes. That's not... Yeah, so he's just there with a hole. And you can see his ghostly spine, and you're not comfortable. <sighs> What does Blake drink? Um, he he drinks um well, he drinks a lot of bourbon. Um, he has recently started on um on having it neat rather than with a mix of some description. Um, he um he'll often have a glass in his hand while he checks in on Julian. Um, who is very much um, deep, deep, deep in <laughs> in the Black Lotus right now. Yeah, Julian, for those who may not remember, Julian Markov was the, he's the nephew of a council member that the gang, that Mariello and Crowley have spoken to before, who learnt about this operation and wanted to interfere. And Blake and Crowley, in their infinite wisdom, decided to frame him for the murder of his friend Andre with a shotgun that he doesn't own. Through sheer dumb luck, which I feel like is every fucking episode with that pairing, you got Julian back he mostly believed you was kind of still in shock and you immediately got him hooked on Black Lotus so now he works in the back room like refilling and checking the supplies and yeah he's definitely a shell of his 
self, former self. Like, he's lost weight, his cheeks are sunken in, his eyes... Like, he can't sleep anymore. He shouldn't kill his friends then, should he? Yeah, he's not gonna last too much longer, if I'm honest. Oh, well. I rolled fortune for him each, like, with each day that passes. This is gonna sound really harsh. Um, this is definitely Blake talking, not Matt. Better him than me. Well, yeah, better him than you, and also if he's dead, he can't rat you out anymore. Hmm, spirit wardens. Well, yes, they're always a problem. Mm. I'm gonna say, for the sake of a change of scene, you found your way to some seedy bar in Crowsfoot. Yeah. You obviously are avoiding down near the docks where, you know, you saw Julian and Andre and the girls and that. And roofied them in plain view of the bartender. Yeah, I'm not stupid to go back to the same bar. No, you're not. Riley's the others taught... may think you are, but you're not. Riley took your finger too. You've come to the armoire. It's just... It's a seedy pub, really. It's you like those village pubs that are the only ones in town, so they don't need a general amount of upkeep. Mm. Kind of dark wood, dark wood, dark lighting. A few taps behind the bar. A very grumpy-looking bartender, and lots of like little booth things. You're sat in one of these booths with with your neat whiskey. Give me one moment, I can actually make that happen. Matt knows. He's pouring whiskey, everyone. Well, technically it's vodka, but... <laughs> but yes. Yeah, Blake will just be staring into his glass every now and again. There's actually quite a lot in the glass. Yeah, they do like bigger cups here for whatever reason. You've been there for about an hour. You're kind of just... Just thinking and just occasionally muttering for Andre to shut up. Mm. When you then have company. Oh, God. The individual, like, you didn't hear footsteps approach, you didn't hear, like, rustling of clothes. It was very much, you took a sip, you blinked, and... Skurlock, your vampire friend. is sat across from you with a hip flask and he looks a lot less homeless than he did the last time you saw him. Hello? Lake. 
Skarok. This time, he's actually wearing like a. He's wearing like a red and. He's wearing a black suit with like a red inline. Okay. He doesn't look armed. He doesn't look like he's holding anything like. back. He's very. I don't know, there's there's more life in his cheeks than you'd expect for, you know, an undead creature yeah, that feeds off the life energy of others. This is very true. You are looking... well, should I say? Yes, well. I mean... Living under a bridge is all well and good, but it was only a short-term investment. Right. So, I'm guessing you're not under the bridge no more, as it were? No, I've reclaimed my family home. Well, congratulations to you, for sure. Yes, well. You don't look too happy about it. Well, it was a rather long process compared to what I would have preferred. I see. So he died slowly rather than quickly? More like it took me several weeks to clear the vermin out. I see. Um, would you like a drink? I'm guessing that's not whiskey in that um, hip flask you're drinking. Ah, oh, Blake, you always make me smile. I've come to make a... You came to me for a bargain a while ago. Yes. And given that your you kind of glances seem to be in possession of all your limbs, I take it it went fairly well. Oh, yes, I guess you could say that. It's certainly appreciated, and I guess, as they say, a deal with a deal. Oh no, the deal was... The deal we made was sorted. That was... It was the information for the life force. That's all that was. I'm here to make a new one. I... You are aware that I am much more... What's the word to use here? I think... My friend Ray would put it, I'm less of a pussy nowadays. Oh no, I'm not after. This is a bargain of equals, not one of having you beg for scraps of information. Okay, well, please do speak. I am more than happy to hear what uh, you have to 
off what, what, what do you what do you want is what we're getting at here as um I keep wanting to say Wyatt as um as Blake takes a massive swig from his whiskey what I want well those vermin I mentioned I've cleared out a good portion of them but the rest of the group as it were were elsewhere at the time of the extermination and I need to re-establish my territory as clearly people are not recognising who is in charge I see and you are a whisper as I am aware and you have some you have fairly formidable skills when it comes to dealing with errant spirits. Well, you know, I wouldn't put it quite that way. I mean, I'm fantastic when it comes to talking to spirits. Um, you know, Blake's definitely got more of a cocky attitude nowadays about that, for sure. Scarlet kind of raises an eyebrow at that because, you know, he is a vampire of some renown and just kind of finds your cockiness cute. To your to, to your point. I can kill. I can exterminate the vermin fairly easily. But what I struggle with is the spirits left behind. Ah, I see. So, it's not the killing so much, it's the cleaning up afterwards you need. Yes, well, you're aware of what the spirit wardens think of my kind. Well, I'm pretty sure that you're not on their, not on top of their, um, Of the list of cards for the for the festive season, for sure. No. As you are well aware from your studies, Blake, vampires have been nearly hunted to extinction by a combination of a higher power that no vampire is ever officially named. It's very much one of those unspoken secrets that there is some higher power that they are potentially at call to but won't either they don't know the name or something inherent in their genetic makeup forbids them from speaking it to outsiders but this higher power as it were enlisted the spirit wardens to track down and dispose of every vampire that did not come under immediate control. Skurlock is one of... Well, correction, he's essentially the only... He's the only coven leader in Asalus. And he did not fall in line, as it were. No. He has never fallen in line. 
and he never will. Probably why I get on so well with him, to be fair. So... You need me to... gather the spirits before the spirit wardens show up. You need me to kill them for you, so you're not around. Because I've got, I've got a new way of doing that nowadays, you know. Yes, well, my current hypothesis is I managed to take out the original lot through... Well, it was essentially a duel because they were on my property and I had every right to get them to leave. Okay. So, when the Bluecoats and the Spirit and Wardens arrived, it was a fairly open and shut case. But... I cannot do the same with this second group. Because they're not on your property. They're not on my property. And... The type of wounds I leave behind can only really be explained by... Well, yeah. by what I am. There is another way. Do you, have you not considered maybe um, using a gun or a blade? I appreciate the somewhat quaint idea. But this is more than just petty. This is a matter of pride, of turf. I, I, I respect that. I respect that. I'm just trying to say, would, would it not have been easier in the first place rather than... That's all. I'm not judging, okay? Watching Caitlin try to put make make their, make their teeth go to fangs is impressive and they haven't got fangs. I'm just an angry bunny. That's just what I look like. Obviously, I'd need to react fairly swiftly between killing them and the spirit wardens arriving, so you would have to be... We would have to act simultaneously, really. We could always have some help. With the killing? Let's say maybe with a distraction. I know of a couple of people who, being a whisper, I deal with all sorts of strange people. Blake, I appreciate the enthusiasm, but you don't quite seem to grasp the magnitude here. I. You know what I am. Yes, I do. And I have chosen to make a deal with you. Yes. A mortal professor. Yes. Who sat in a dingy bar, drinking his whiskey and feeling sorry for himself. Fuck you. There's a grin that's all teeth. And there's just little bits of red at the top. Oh, lovely. 
I do hope that's a steak. It's not steak, is it? No. Blake, it will be you and I. And no one else. Okay, so you've said what you want me to do. Now, what's in it for me? What if I could give you the name of one of the four leaders of the pyre? Even more so, it's the leader who led the attack on your students, who shot some of them himself. I'd say you're bullshitting. Ah, Blake. You think I don't know of the Pyre. I don't know their beginnings, their middle, and their eventual end. No. I didn't say that. I was saying that you, if you said, you, you said, like, would, I, would I believe you? Do not get me wrong here, um, Skurlock. I respect you. Okay? I massively respect you. It would be foolish of me not to. Okay, if you wanted to, I'd be dead already. Okay? True. Okay. If you can't blame me for being naturally sceptical that someone just happened to give me the sort of thing that I personally want after seeing people like that butcher my kin. Well, I did. I did some gathering of information after you visited me, asking about the pyre. Well, I tell you what. You say you have information about one of the leaders of the pyre. Very well. We have an accord. Lovely. I do, however, want to remind you that should you double cross me and not give me information like that you promised, I am more than capable of taking you out. He laughs uproariously at the concept of you taking him out. Could you give me a survey roll, actually? Uh, it's a five or two. Take the five. He laughs uproariously and kind of Just in the dingy light, you catch a glimpse of the coat of arms on his, on a signet ring on his finger. Mm -hmm. And something in your head just kind of clicks. There is a very old family in Asalus. And 
part of you's probably always been aware of this information because, I mean, some of the old families give money to the university, so you tend to keep an eye on them. But over in oh, which region is it? Over in Six Towers, which is where you went to Redlow. Is where you yeah, is where you found Redlow and his bits. And Trent. And met Argaz for the first time. There is a grand manor house there that has fallen into disrepair because no one's lived there for decades. It said that grand series of catacombs and pipes and tunnels connect all the way across the city directly to that manor house. They claim some curse or calamity unfell upon the families on that bloodline. But you remember when you first met Skurlock, you remember thinking to yourself, huh, that's the same name as Skurlock Manor. And that coat of arms is of the Skurlock nobility. Your complication will be... You give me a lot of information there for no complication there. <laughs> Your complication is he notices. He sees you and he sees the bits of... He sees the cogs in your head click together. And that feral all-teeth grin returns as he takes another swig from his hip flask. Just kind of. His eyes are just black. There's no real white to them anymore. It's all just black pits that just stare at you, almost challenging you to say something. So. We have our cord where do you wish to meet? I need to prepare myself before we meet. There's an abandoned, dilapidated fish market in the south of Crowsfoot. You n immediately know of the one. It always stinks whenever you walk past it, despite the fact no one sold fish there in like a decade. Smells like death. Smells like death. Smells like death. Fish death. Oh dear. The worst kind. Yes, the vermin have taken up refuge there. I plan at, well, at the tenth bell in the morning tomorrow to strike and to butcher every man, woman and child that does, that calls that place their home. Tenth bell.
Okay. How many are we talking? Well, there's... As far as I'm aware, there are about... There's at least 18 active members of the gondoliers. Of that sub-genre of the gondoliers. The gondoliers you are familiar with. They are a, they are another gang. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to remember where, what our affiliation is with them. Do we have any? Are we neutral with them at the moment, or? You are neutral with them. Yes. Uh, not for long. You have not done anything to piss them off recently. You have not done anything to get them in your favor. This isn't gonna help. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna help. But it's also, it's not the entire group. It's a subsection that thought pissing off Scarlock was a good idea. Not a good move in general. No. Right, I shall be there at ninth bell, just so I can prepare myself properly. Yes. Well. I will start moving the moment you hear the bell toll. It is imperative you I mean, it's for, more for your benefit than for mine, really. So if any of those spirits survive to tell the spirit wardens of me and of you your compatriots are going to have to look for a new partner in business. None of those spirits will be there when the spirit wardens arrive. Kind of just stares you down for a minute and you can't read his emotions, you can't read his face. It's just these black pits scrutinizing you for something. Before he goes to leave, not at a normal pace, he does his vampiric vigil. And all that's left is a used napkin that he used to wipe one of the drops of blood that had left, dropped off his teeth. I'm going to take the napkin. It might be useful later on. You have a napkin with some blood on it. If I'm sure if there were like the equivalent of pirates, you could convince them that the black spot's actually the red spot and like terrify the shit out of them. Matt, make sure you remember why you circled this later in your notes. <laughs> Before later you just go, ah... Why have you circled a napkin with blood spot on it? Why have I written this? America, explain. No, you have about 12 hours to... Right. Okay. So, which can be done doing flashback, of course. Well, yes, naturally. Is there anything you want to do beforehand? What's... What's your aim with this? Are you going to let Skurlock 
kill all of them and then act? Are you going to be in the building when it begins? Well, um... I... I'm going to need more spirit bottles in general, so I need to go shopping. For that. I mean, do some shopping to get some bottles that are the right size, for sure. So, I will do that. How many coins is that going to cost me? Uh, you have enough silver on your own, so you don't need to use the gang's coin for that. Yeah, that's what I'm no. Okay, so I'm going to need... I mean, I'm going to need plenty of... Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get them and I will and I will um, deal with that later on sort of thing when needed so I, I'm still acquiring 20 spirit bottles bloody hell okay well I want to make sure I've got enough <laughs> um Um, I will. I do want to stop by someone for some advice. Mm hmm. I want to uh, stop by Quillen. And who are they to you? They're a witch. <laughs> Burn the witch. Anyone can understand my situation, it's someone who's been persecuted. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. I want... I want to know what they would do in my situation, sort of thing. I'm not asking them to come with me, sort of thing, but that's not their advice. Apart from not be in this situation. Yeah. Yes. Aside from a stake to protect myself, what else would you would would they recommend? Yeah. I'll say Is she alone or is she busy? You have to awkwardly wait outside where you know she operates from the top floor of a bookstore. That's essentially her cover, her front for it. Yeah. She kind of... I mean, all the books she sells are good and, like, standard what you'd expect, but there is, like, an occult section that you're very fond of. Yeah. It's in that traditional sense of behind the beaded curtain. <laughs> yes, very much so. But you kind of wait for a while, because you recognise... She has like a signal system that she uses where if particular candles are lit it means she's either in conversation with a client, she's brewing, or, you know, she's asleep. Yeah. And you're not entirely sure how she does it, but she's able to turn them on and off from upstairs. Never question a witch. Well, yeah, there's a few things in this world that you, as an expert on the occult, still kind of go, I have no idea and I really shouldn't ask. No. But after a while, the brewing 
light goes off. So clearly she's finished with the delicate part of whatever she was doing. Okay. I will, uh... I will... Is she in... Is she, like... Can I see where she is or not? Uh, you kind of guessed from the brewing candles that she will be in her laboratory, which is top of the stairs to the right, as you know. I let myself in. Well, she's sat on like a stool near her cauldron that's kind of bubbling away with some kind of like. My brain went to say Azul, and I'm like, no, that's just French for fucking blue, you donut. No, not French. Spanish for fucking blue, you donut. We'll take that. It's fine. It's like a dark, kind of like spooky blue liquid that's going on at the moment. And she's like reading, I think she's reading a pamphlet or something, just kind of sat there, just kind of going through her mail, going, nope, nope. It's very much, nope, nope, nope. Bill, Bill, takeaway menu, Bill. Something about the postcode lottery, Bill. Then looks up and is like, Ah, Mr. Marshall. Quellen, how are you? Well, you know, can't complain. No one's tried to burn me alive today. They'd be, they wouldn't get any far, I'm sure, if they tried to. Oh no, I feel like the greatest chance they'd have is if I was asleep, but. That's what we have rooms for, so... Hmm. I close the door and I take my hat off and and say, may I sit? Yes, yes, pull up a stool. Try and keep five foot away from the cauldron. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't harm you, but I don't know what it's... If it, like, spits at you, then I don't know what it would do to your skin. Well, let's not risk that then, shall we? I sit seven feet away. She smirks kind of puts, stops sorting all her posts out and, like, puts the pile down. I spy I, I spied a poker lottery one and, like, say that's a good prize from what I've heard. Now um, Quellen I've come to ask your advice From that tone, I'm suspecting you've done something stupid. Not exactly. Someone came to me today, well, a few hours ago, and asked for a favour. And they gave me, in return, they're going to give me something I badly need. Okay. Quid, quid pro quo. Yeah. Um, they gave, they're going to give me some information I desperately need to take care of something down the line. Um, but to get that information, I need to help them with um, some would call it a project, some would call it a slaughter. Please tell me this isn't Argaz again. No, it's not Argaz. No, it's oh, not Argaz. 
Argas is comparatively simple compared to this. You know not to mess with Argas. And yet you lot did anyway. Yes, but I didn't know he was Argas at the time. You threw a hook at him. You tried to put a demon in a bottle, Blake. Well, I'm aware of the issues I made. I learned from my mistakes. I've never tried to do it again. Well, yes, I have a feeling he'd probably bisect you if you did that. Yes. But in any case, that's not... It's not Argan, no. It's, um... Skurlock. It's like every muscle in her body just kind of tenses. You've made an agreement with the vampire coven leader of Asalus. It wasn't. Can I just ask, how long after the first, when Skurlock drank some of my blood from my wrist? How long ago was that? Hello. Four days ago. Okay, so there will still be a scar on my on my wrist then. Okay. Yeah, it's been nearly a week. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not even tr- trying to hide it either. It's <laughs> not the first deal I've, I've made for this week. Okay. Uh She kind of looks at the scar. It's like that's fairly old. So that's. That's either you're one of his thralls, or you've traded information for life force. The latter. The latter. So why can't you do the same now, if it's information you want again? He... Seems pretty sated for life force. Oh, that's concerning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna cross that bridge when we come to it. I think there's a friend of mine who would there's a friend of mine who would say the problem for future us. I've known you for quite a while, Mr. Marshall, and the more you say that, the more problems there are going to be for future you. I'm aware, but I don't say that normally. Normally that is my friend, Mr. Crowley. Okay. Uh why come to me what are you wanting advice on how to proceed with the task are you wanting a way out of this well ideally both but I don't think there is a way out of this he's specifically told me that it is to be me and him alone but given I have a limited time to gather all the spirits and I've been told the number is in double figures oh this is a territory thing isn't it yes it is for him yes oh mate so I can do that obviously I can do each one it just takes time but I haven't got time so I'm wondering if you have a book or something which may help me 
increase my ability to compel. Mm. For the benefit of tape, I've actually got like six, I've got like three or four ideas in my head, all of which um, I'm probably going to make Caitlin scream. <laughs> in, 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 many, in multiple different ways as well. There is something I can give you to assist with the process. Okay. Have you heard of Ghost Scourge? Ghost Scourge. Have I heard of it, GM? Uh, roll me a dice, tell me if it's odd or even. We'll see if it's come up in your studies. Okay, this is what I call the carry method. Hey, I started it. Absolutely. It's odd to free. What you wanted. The Ghost Scourge is a high level special creation that is arcane in origin. It's spooky as all hell. Okay. It is a plasmic charged chain that you can connect to a spirit bottle that will entangle the spirit and draw it into the bottle entirely on its own. All you have to do is put the lid on. Okay. So you could feasibly half the number of ghosts you need to speak to. Because the other half would be dealt with by the bottle at the same time. So... In meta terms, it's a ghost trap from Ghostbusters. Yeah, kind of. Okay, well that would definitely help. Yes, well... There's a mild downside, at least on my end, anyway. Oh? What's that? Well, it's the one that I had that the spirit wardens had requested I make for them. So they would know that it was you? That you had involvement? Well, if you can't get it back to me by the time whoever they're sending to pick it up gets to me, then yes, they will know that I've given it to someone. And our communicate our our friendship is not unknown. There's only so many people that come upstairs in this bookshop to see the witch. This is true. And one of them's my girlfriend. How is she, by the way? She's alright. She's doing an art course at the moment. Very well. I don't know. She has a tendency to do like 50 different courses because she can't decide on what she wants to do. Yes, yes. You remember her hairdressing phase? Yes, um, I say that a, a bright purple perm did not suit you. No, it very much looked like one of my potions that exploded. Yes. Um, <clears throat> as much as I love to talk, make small talk, and we will, again, for sure, um, when are you are they expecting to give you this? 
Scratch they're down. coming. They're coming to get here at noon tomorrow. So twelve bell. Twelve bell. And I need it for tenth bell. I can potentially stall them slightly, but I'll only give you another hour. How far, GM, is the fish market from here? It's about an hour at a walk. Oh, that is not good. You are basically, you will be cutting it fine. That's kind of. That is. It's essentially a devil's bargain here. It's I've offered you something that will increase the success of the task, but will have repercussions for the aftermath. Quillen, I can't let you take a risk. I'm a witch. Quillen, this is not for debate. I'll find another way. to catch 20-odd spirits before the spirit wardens get there. Yeah. Um, I think maybe I could set someone up. There's a half-smile as, as, as Blake says that. Because Blake's thinking about setting Flint up. She kind of raises an eyebrow at your admittingly devious expression is like going to claim plausible deniability here in any case I can't ask you to give me what you've got but can I have a look at the plans if you're sure then fine but if you if if Scarlock murders you for doing a terrible job, you better not haunt me. I won't haunt you. Don't worry about that. I will haunt the fuck out of him. Don't worry about that. He's not affected by spirit. He's a vampire. Yeah, I'll find a way. I whisper, remember. I'll find a way. Stares in game mechanic and being like, ah! That, that, that's purely... That's purely... Blake just trying to like style it okay, out. Like, I will spite the laws of the universe just to be like, bitch, what? <laughs> Momentarily, yeah. Okay, so. So, can Blake look at the plans for this thing or. You want to try and build your own? That's different. Well, or see the concept for it and see if. and hope that he can do something that can work so I like it, yeah. Or something similar. It's essentially a combination of a lightning hook that you use to catch spirits normally, mixed with some kind of chemical you don't recognise that essentially acts as like a lure. Okay. If you can't catch spirits, there's only one other option. And with that, um, Blake will bid farewell to Quellen and leave. I'll see you soon. Yes. She goes back to sorting through her mail as you leave. Mm. Okay. 
Um, I can't craft. I can't craft outside downtime, can I? You can call it as a flashback. Yeah. During. Okay. Well, I should do that when needed then. Or you can go. I mean, even in a flashback, you can go and spend money and try and buy electroplasmic ammo. If you're looking to destroy as many of these as possible. I have ideas for this, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Blake will basically uh, just prepare himself. Um, he's going to be doing things um, preparation-wise, but that's going to be happening in flashback, probably. Okay, so, which leads to the question, what kind of score is this going to be? I am thinking it's going to be, it's probably going to be a salt or a cult, I think. Basically, are you going in? Are you going in before or are you going in at the same time as Skarlock? I'm going to be there just before him. Yes, maybe about half a bell before. Then we will call this assault because you will be involved in the assault, as it were. Hmm, fair. So, one for sheer luck. Yes. One for bold or daring, because Jesus fucking Christ, yes. I haven't got a choice here, really. Does it expose vulnerability? Are they strong against his approach? Neither reply. Can friends or contacts provide aid? Yes, you have a fucking vampire lord on your side. <laughs> But terms of like game mechanics, when it comes to like ranking how strong gangs and things are, mm -hmm. so like a lord like Skurlock is worth twenty people. The way he didn't say that, he said he didn't need any help. Yeah, he's mainly just partly it's Skurlock is an interesting one because. I mean, he could crush you under his boot heel really easily. But you interest him. And you've been nothing but cordial and cooperative when you've done these information exchanges with him. Yeah. Plus, he could feel the venom and the anguish and the rage in you when... Like, he could taste it in your blood when he took it from you originally about the stuff with the pyre. So... Yeah. Even if it's just to watch the puppets dance, he's slightly invested in this situation. Let's see. So, I have dropped one of my dice, because I'm a moron. That is 3d6. May the dice forever be in my favour. <laughs> wow, that's really a fucking mixed bag. Jesus. There I go. The three, a one, and a six. Thank you for the six. 
you got the three like furthest apart numbers. He was like, mm, yes. So you are in a good position when this starts, which basically means you have gotten to this fish market. You recognize it. It's in fact, you've been in it enough before that I'm going to send you a map of roughly well, it's how you remember the bottom floor at least. You never went upstairs. There is an upstairs, but you never went upstairs, obviously. Okay, so it's inside. I'll put you an outside one, so okay. It's one of those covered ones with like the roof and things that it doesn't protect from the cold or anything. Like it's all open walls except the upstairs bit, but. Okay. With your six, you've made it to the building. You're outside currently. And you've kind of perched up on... There's quite a few, like, hobbles and things around here. So you've kind of found an alleyway between two of them and are leading in the shadow, kind of peeking around the corner. Mm. They didn't see you approach, but you can make out... There are at least two on the door. Well, the door. On the weird archway that counts as an entryway. Okay. And you can see movement inside on both floors. And it is about half nine in the morning. Makes me wonder why a vampire wants to do it in the middle of the daytime. I guess it's quite all here. Also, also, what kind of load are you taking? So... Load-wise, um, light is two, yeah, or three. Medium is five, and heavy is eight, isn't it? Yes. I think I will be. I think I will be packing heavy here. So it's two more door, and obviously haven't arrived yet. Skylock does not seem visible. Also, vampires in this world, they're literally just spirits animating a dead body. It's not like... Like, there's no weakness to sunlight, there's no weakness to garlic or anything like that. Okay. There is some aversion to spirit bane charms depending on the vampire. And some of them prefer to, like, when they do rest, they prefer to rest in dark places, but it's Either. not like you're going to, if you turn on Skurlock, it's not like you're going to be able to turn a UV light on him and run away cackling. No. He'll just break your neck. Yeah. So. Um, there's two on the door, but... I mean, do they look like they're standing guard, or do they, or what? They look like they're having a conversation. Okay. Um, can I get closer and try listening? Uh, give me, I guess, prowl. Ah, uh, yes. That thing I'm so good at. 
You can push yourself for two stress. It's way too early to start that. I think we need a lot. I've got a lot more stress to come in this episode. I know that for a fact. Um. Well, I've dropped the six, so I take the one. Let's see what these two's reaction is. They're apparently really fucking dumb because essentially you step out of this alleyway and then immediately trip over. <laughs> And you kind of skid. Because because this is near one of the canals, it's fairly like slippery cobblestones and things. And these two individuals, as you get closer, you see they've got like a little pontoon sim symbol on on their jacket. So they're clearly gondoliers themselves. And they're they're, they have like barge poles that have like a lantern hanging off of it. Like that's their traditional symbol. Yeah. Those are both leaning against a wall, but they both turn to see you like fall over. And one of them doesn't move from the entryway, but the other one comes over and helps you up because apparently he's an idiot. Are you alright, mate? Yeah. Face planted. Yeah. I'm... Damn cobbles. Have to yeah, they're a wee bit slippy, aren't they? Yeah, I'm gonna have to speak. Gonna have to, I'll have to send a letter to the council. I don't do that, of course, but you know you got to do that, haven't you? You got to, you got to try and do something, haven't you? Uh, council will probably just pour more water on it, make it slippier. It's like they want more ghosts in this in this godforsaken city. Well, I mean, I guess it's less mouths to feed, even if it is more angry ghosts to deal with. I didn't think many people around this sort of pair. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you, for the assistance. Thank you. I well, uh, People still live in the houses and stuff. It's just the old fish markets no longer in business because obviously the water's a fucking mess. Then why are you here? But part of my, part of my, you know, my ignorance, if I, if it's obvious why you're not, why, you, why you're here. If it's not in business, why are you here? Uh. Sway Commander Consort. Um, hmm. Consort, I think. Uh, that is a five. So we fast with the complication. The complication is you can see his friend approaching because he realizes his partner in crime is definitely just telling everything to this random stranger. Yeah. But this guy kind of, well, you know, we're. I mean, you can guess by the uniform we're gondoliers, but our normal patch has been we got cast out of our. Well, we cast out. We got shoved off by a rival gang, so we're this is temporary till we either get our home base back or set up somewhere new. But since it's out of use, we thought, hey, somewhere dry, and it's so we don't have to live in our boats. I get that. I get that. Where are you from, Ben? I'm. I'm clearly. I'm clearly trying to get information out of him because just if I can like cut down the amount of people needed to die, it could be helpful in general. Oh yeah, Christ, we're born and raised. 
my partner here is actually from abroad. Oh? The Dagger Isles, or...? Nah, he's, um... Oh. His friend, like, approaches and is like... This was... What are you doing, Anthony? Oh, I'm just telling this... I'm telling this... I was helping this nice gent up. We were just chatting. Obviously, I'm Crowsfoot, born and raised, but... You're the more international one of the pair of us, aren't you? Kind of a raised eyebrow, and this guy looks you up and down with very much the... It's the expression of someone going, I don't know whether I should speak to you or not. Oh, um, forgive me for, uh... I'm using myself. Um... My my name is uh, my name is Riley. What's with you and giving Alex's character name as a pseudonym every time? You can you can call me Pepper, Riley. Alex is going to kill you. I you realise this. I know, I know. But the fact that but the fact oh, that could... but the fact that the fact the fact that Riley is clearly a woman. <laughs> It's gonna mean that there's gonna be no, there's no way it could be the same person. Well, it's good to meet you, Pepper. Ah, uh, well, I mean, technically, my my family's from Scotland. Scotland is the island kingdom just across the sea from Asalis. Yeah. It was. The last one to fall to Imperial rule. They held out the longest. Damn Imperials. Was before my time, but fucking Imperials. Mm. What about you? Where are you from? Me? Me? Oh, um... I'm from... I'm not really from Asalis, I'm from from up the coast. Why would you come here? I'd much rather be at the coast. Well, I'm a thief. Let me guess, robbed the wrong person, had to get on a train. Exactly. Ah, uh, there's far too many of us. I mean, those people tend to have fairly short memories. You can probably go home soon. I, well, I, I, I plan to do that. In fact, I'm planning on leaving today. Why are you hanging around the fish market? Well... So many other places you could be. Well, if I'll be honest, I'm meeting a friend here. Oh, last hurrah? Something like that. He's, um, you know, he's kind of seductive when you get to know him. Well, I mean, does he know you're leaving? Um, I'm pretty sure he knows that we won't be seeing each other for a while after this. Hmm. Well, uh, good luck. Have, I mean, safe travels. The Deathlands are always a bit of a clusterfuck, but I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. And, you know, try not to face plant on any more cobbles before you get on your train. Yeah, um, 
Would you care for a drink before we give a drink at the thank you? I pull a hip flask. Mark one, I'm guessing. Uh, is the hip flask just alcohol or is it got like a sleep thing in it? Oh, it's, um, I've been looking for... It's slumber essence. Um, yes, it's slumber essence. Yes, it's slumber essence. Okay, mark one load and I'll have, we can have the slumber essence be the concealed carry. Okay. Oh, it's cool. We get we get we get a. Uh, yes. So one for the I, I hip get... flask, but you don't have to tick off anything for the um, slumber essence. Okay. One. Okay. The one behind the one that's been called named Anthony. Anthony was the one that came and helped you up. The one behind him kind of sees the hip flask, kind of sniffs the air slightly, and smells the whiskey. And he's like, "Oh, go on then." Why not? It's better than stand. Anything smells better than fucking dead fish. Jesus. Cool. He'll take a sip. Anthony is more hesitant to accept. So if you want to push him to do it, command consort or sway. Before again, before I answer that, actually, flashback. Yeah. <laughs> I murdered Anthony as a child. This is not real. <laughs> um, I have been working with Crowley and with Riley for long enough to know my way around making, being better with my hands sort of thing. So I've made like a little inside the hip flask I can like adjust a little knob so the slumber essence comes slots in and out of place inside the hip flask so I can take a hit of whiskey and not have a slumber essence involved okay that's fairly specific so that's a two stress flashback but I'll fair. give you it that's fair that's fair okay it's not a three stress okay Yeah, and I'd say a quick hit. And then as I'm pulling it back down again, my my thumb knocks the Slumberton back into place again, and then I offer it back to him, sort of thing. And I will uh and I will sway him. Okay, roll sway. A six! Uh, damn. Anthony, did he rolled a failure on, like, just surveying what you were doing, so he didn't notice anything at all, mm -hmm. but kind of goes, ah, why not? It's better than this shithole anyway. And takes a swig. Colin, who is the other guy, did notice that you did something weird with your hands, but he's already had a sip. So it kind of... The slumber essence takes about a minute to kick in, but there is, he's like thinking and just trying to decipher what it is he saw because he didn't, he didn't roll high enough to know immediately that something's fishy. It was just kind of, <laughs> you know, like when you see something that's, 
Why are you like this? Something uh, that's just off and it doesn't get you till later. I laugh because something, something smells fishy in a fish market. I mean, I said fish market and Loki came into the room, so... <laughs> You've had your dinner. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Um, I meant to meet him inside. Am I okay to go in? Inside our building? Well, as far as I... I didn't know you were here. Is he a gondolier? He never told me he was. He must be, I guess. Did he have a stick with a light on it? Sometimes it's a stick. It might be. It might be Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. And then they both faceplant. Snoozing away. Okay, good. Um... They're out cold in front of the building. Um, on my own, pretty sure I'm not going to drag them both into the shadows. I mean, you can, but it will cost you time. This is the thing, you see. There but... is an eight-piece clock going on until Skurlock arrives. With that conversation, you have used two. Okay. How, um... How long does Slumbrisses last? Depends how much you've used, but yours is fairly di yours is fairly not the opposite of dilute. Potent. Well then mm. distilled. So it'll probably go for about an hour. Okay. Well that's that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's time to work with it'll go it'll go to about Okay, so two M I'm I'm literally doing maths in my head here, which is probably not the best thing to do. To about twenty go to about twenty two. Twenty to eleven bell. Okay. Okay. I'm going in. You're going in? Are you just leaving the two out front? I'm leaving the two out front. Okay. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to have them cuddle each other. Okay, you forge a relationship between these two individuals that you have no idea whether they have families or things and whether this will cause marital problems down the line. That's, that's, a, that's a problem for future them. Anthony and Colin will never be the same again. Mm -hmm. if, uh, if they even survive Scarlock's arrival. If... Well, yes. Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's two down. Two down. Okay, so I'm entering via, I'm guessing, the entry part of the map you've given me. Well, yeah. Okay, so what's in, so, are they stalls? They're all empty stalls. There's like old wooden trays that clearly used to hold fish and they've kind of got patchwork where obviously all the ice sat. Yeah. There's kind of there's a part there's piles of boxes all around the outskirts that you know are in various states of disrepair there's a staircase in the corner that you know goes up 
And there's like a weird porter cabin thing in the corner that you know that is the office. And in this room there are... There are six people, kind of. Two... Half of them are like sat on the... Sat on one of the stalls, just playing cards with each other. The other half seem to be... They seem to be sparring. They're like... They're doing some sort of impressive staff work with each other. The gondoliers use staffs, mainly. Because a lot of the work carries across to... The actual... Barge poles they carry around. Half of them are sparring, like, behind... Like, by that back... Stall on the map. And the ones playing cards are on the right-hand small one. Okay. They all kind of look up as you approach. Because you did not state you were going quietly, you just walked in. Morning. Yep. Um... I was told to meet a friend of mine here. I sincerely doubt that. Believe his name was Jeremy. One of the ones with a staff looks up and is like, I have never seen you before in my life. Hmm. Uh, I was hoping it wasn't going to come to this. What did you do with Colin and Anthony? What, what could I possibly have done? I am clearly a college professor. Yeah, well, nobody in nobody in Asalas is entirely harmless, mate. Hmm. I'll tell you what. You guys here, have you ever, you all gondoliers, right? You're like a nice, like a nice time, don't you? Well, yes, everyone likes a nice time. Tell me, when was the last time that you guys went out for a really nice time? I, I mean, there was a party on a boat a while ago. Yes. Well, how would you like something where you could go to and you could not have any worry about falling overboard when you've had too much to drink? One of the other ones who was sparring is kind of a fairly beefy woman whose hair's like back in a ponytail and looks like she could snap you in half. Mm-hmm. Kind of raises an eyebrow and is like, there's a chase here, mate. Cut to it. I'm here to, um, I'm here advertising, um... That was a door-to-door salesman, Lord help us all. 
the latest. Um, hi. The latest what? Well, which one of you is <laughs> man enough to try this? I have no idea what this role would be because I have no fucking clue where you're going with this. I produce a small vial. Okay, um, mark it off your load, I guess. Yeah, I will say that with this vial. But Matt been reading the book, which is which is what oh, Caitlin has told Matt to do. I'm in danger. <laughs> It's a vial of dream smoke. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> this dream smoke basically is black lotus, but way milder. It basically Maybe black lotus. Yeah, this basically is the end to the market, as it were. Um, obviously, you know. Um, Julian wasn't just sitting on his ass when he while he's been getting deep and deep into Black Lotus. He's actually managed to find Baby's first lotus, basically. Yeah, so you lot have a decent amount of dream smoke supplied because it's half the times when they're making Black Lotus, they fuck up and end up producing dream smoke. So. You tend to get a decent amount of it from your supplies. So, I produce as I. Who would like to have some? On the house. I've got to think that would roll be... to see <laughs> if any of them are smart enough not to take candy from strangers. Those are two ones. You're all idiots. I'll get rid of sway, but don't need to, it seems. Okay, fine. Fucking garbage. One of the people who was playing cards and it just drops the cards, walks over to you, and it's like, I'll do it. Try it and tell them what they think. What do you think? It's quite a pleasant intoxication, according to the book. He like downs it, and it takes about ten seconds to kick in, because Black Lotus is almost instant in the fact it literally knocks you into like hallucinogenic coma, essentially. Yeah. Dream Smoke takes a, it's a bit more insidious, where everything just kind of it's like a combination of being drunk on the happiest day of your life, whilst wrapped in a warm blanket. Like you just see this giddy grin go across this guy's face. So was that good or that good? Oh, I forgot what this shit was like. As you can see, I speak the truth. This stuff is good. 
and I can get you more. In fact, I'd be the good. woman who's kind of eyeing her colleague, who's basically just kind of like a happy cat, just purring away to himself, kind of looks at you and is like, "I thought, I thought the majority of the Black Lotus rings got shut down." Yes, they did. By you. Shut down. Well, clearly not. Matt, you're taking a big fucking biscuit. They're going to fucking kill me, aren't they? Yeah, they do that anyway. Would you like a hookup? How about some free memberships? The others... They all start like muttering amongst themselves. The and three will do that. <laughs> this woman walks over to you and kind of just pulls you slightly to the side. Just out of earshot for the others. Because she rolled very well. Mm-hmm. And she kind of looks at you and goes, I mean, the boys won't say no. But you've got you've got an overarching goal here. I'm trying to save some lives here today. If you can convince all of the guys and everyone in this fish market to vacate it and never return, I will give you as much dream smoke as you want. But you guys can never come back to this fish market ever. Or you'll be or I'm dead, you're dead, everyone you love will be dead. I'm trying to save your lives now. You've got what time is it now? You're not entirely sure. You've got minutes. Kind of looks at you and you can see the wheels going in her head i implore you to get there faster the ones at the manor are dead now aren't they yeah and he's coming here next we can't all leave or he'll know something's wrong. And get the kids out. If you've got any kids here, get them out now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um... 
You can see, like, she kind of glances around the room at the others. Oh, and this conversation never fucking happened. What conversation? Good. She kind of, like, steps away from you and looks at the others, and you could see her almost weighing up their value to the gondoliers. Oh, that's that. This straight away is going to cut them out down. If it's 6 over 18, lovely. <laughs> yeah, she's essentially doing maths in the fact that like the guy who's really dreamy, she kind of pushes towards the front door towards you. The guy the Jeremy bloke, she kind of leaves where he is. The other sparring partner that she had, she pushes towards you. And one, another one of the card-playing people. So, there's... There's two of, like, the six that are in this room. That are definitively staying. You don't know whether she's staying or leaving. Yet. Okay. But she, like, jogs up the stairs. And, I mean... You're not entirely sure what she says to the others to get them out, but you see, like, a small collection of... There's a few kids, there's a few injured. But, and there's a few that look like spouses or partners or... You're not sure. That are horribly escorted out. She grabs the ones that she set aside as being, like, worth staying, worth keeping alive, as it were, and kind of whispers frantic instructions to them. And... Well, they rolled fairly well. And... Pick a number between one and four. It's about five to ten currently. And thankfully for you, Skurlock is approaching from the west side as everyone leaves out the south. The last comes back over to you and goes, there are eight people, including myself, left in this building. They are either injured or fucking useless. Okay. Do you think that's enough to convince him? Yes. Okay. He's going to kill everyone in this in this house. I know. I have to capture and clear all the, all the spirits afterwards. I promise I will not let yours be destroyed. I'm the only known ranking officer. If I leave, he will know something's wrong. Very well. I've told my second-in-command to get 
the kids to one safe house and everyone else to another. The rest of the gondoliers will take care of them. That's there's room on the boats for them, but I will die with my men. I, I need to. Um, I want you to know that I gave you a tip off. Won't hear it from me. You, you saved the kids, and my second in command knows that. The gondoliers owe you a life debt, sir. Let's hope I don't need to cash that any time soon. If you ever do need to cash it in, just look for a gondolier and tell them that Tracy Tracy called upon the sixth. And describe this scenario to whoever comes to ask what, why you've invoked it. They'll know what it means. And the gondoliers will be at your disposal. Thank you. Now, I must go. And I leave at the same door, and then we'll skirt round to meet Skurlock as he's arriving. Tracy, you notice, like, she goes over and she resumes the sparring. The one, like, the one card player that's left, she, you see, like, has rearranged the cards and is playing solitaire with themselves. <laughs> And the five people upstairs are, you assume, either in asleep or injured or just chilling. But thankfully, in that time frame, partly because I rolled and Scarlock was very much going at a leisurely pace for a vampire, he was like, off to murder people, do to do to do. And because you managed to convince them very well. Like, that was very smooth. If they doubt the professor again, you're going to be like, Bitch, I saved children. <laughs> Literally, I saved the fucking day. And we've got the gondoliers at our disposal now. Yes, you have one call upon the gondoliers at your disposal. That could be a literal matter of your life and death. Oh, yeah. They're not a small group. No, they're not. And they operate on the canals which go everywhere in this city. So, you you kind of stand there for about five minutes. Mm. Oh, those who are still sleeping outside, aren't they? Yes, but... I can tell them, I just... I, 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 I'll be fine. That's fine. I can just say that I've knocked him out. Yeah, it takes five minutes after everyone's departed and you're kind of cooling. You're very much going full poker face here. Yeah. 
and I will start an eight-piece suspicion clock. The whiskey is definitely flowing now. Without if... essence. For information that you should be aware of, this yeah. eight-piece clock is for when... If it gets filled, mm -hmm. Sherlock is going to use a ability that vampires have. Called... Let me find it. Nice. Arcane Sight. Which allows them to see beyond human limits. Allows them to hear subjects' true thoughts or feelings. See in darkness, sense invisible things, intuit hidden objects, etc. So okay. if you tip off his suspicion too much, he will read your mind and find out what you've done. Okay. In my interest, then, to just... Okay. Buy it well. This kind of... Again, you don't hear Scarlet coming. You just feel, like, breath on the back of your neck. Mm, that's not creepy at all. Hey, Scarlet. Good morning to you, too, Professor. To be fair, you do give a certain aura. Well, it takes time and practice. Yes. Well, you've you've nailed it. Yeah. So, what do we have then, Professor? Well, I I did not need two hours for it might be faster. We need to get it done and get out of it, don't we? So. Oh yes. And I guess the the watchdogs. Yes, um, bit of flumberessence knocked them out from. So. Why are they cuddling? Oh, I just had a bit of fun. Well, you know, everyone's got to have a hobby. Well, yes, I suppose. Um, at this point, I will literally pull a bit of bottle from each basically like from a holster around around my, around my uh <laughs> like, like like a bandolier sort of selection going on like from... yeah i'm gonna say you can have a bandolier of spirit bottles but it will cost you two of your load that is more than fine that is more than fine i think that's good that's a good compromise He, no. You just open your coat and you just see him raise an eyebrow and just like, eh. To be fair, I need to work fast. Well. We'll do these two last. Okay. You're... Looking at the two sleeping. Yeah, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, one, they're not going anywhere, and two, if another stranger walks past and finds two dead bodies, they'll call the blue coats. Yes, we don't want that, for sure. Okay, um... This is... Your... This is... You said this is, um, where you actually own, live? Your, this is your territory, yeah? Part of it, yes. 
that means that I don't know how it works with vampires and being allowed in. in this world. I do not need permission. That's Matt speaking, not not Blake. <laughs> there is a stricture for vampires. Basically, whenever you get a vampire trait, like whenever you take a trait, be it arcane sight or any of the other abilities, you have to pick a stricture to apply. So, like, one of those is you don't like spirit bane charms. Another is, another is you must rest in the dark. And another is you must be invited in. Okay. Yes. He has two of, well, he has three strictures, but neither are, none of them are the, you can't enter without private you can't enter private property. He's fine on that front. Okay. Okay. Well, not about asking, not Blake. So, <laughs> um, let's 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 just let's just get it over with. Kind of smirks, and there's he rolls his shoulders, and you just hear bones kind of crack and move slightly as he kind of hunches. He almost kind of seems to like grow a foot and then bends over slightly. And his nails are slightly too long now. And his teeth are slightly too long now. And instead of like the ominous aura he gives off before, this is more the I'm going to fucking die aura. Thankfully you are fairly immune to that because of being a whisper. But if any of the others were here, they'd be rolling. And he, you see it's him stalk towards the fish market. Yeah, it's still fucking unsettling, but... Oh, yeah. You're there going, I will need m more whiskey later, and also, I am sad. Yeah. Shut up, Andre. No, I'm scared of a vampire, but I'll just shotgun a random person. Blake will... Are you directly following behind then? Blake will follow behind, maybe about five, six steps behind. Yes, well. What? If you make me. There's eight people, so make me four attune rolls. Okay. Okay, first one is six and a two. Second one is six and a four. I'm going out of luck in a minute. Okay. That's a six and a four. Now for two ones. No. A four and a two. Yeah, so they, they all pass, but one isn't perfect. Okay, so... Obviously, you... Honestly, you hear the bell before you see what Skurlock has done. The card player just gets a throat slit with 
a swift rake of his nails. Which definitely ruins the game of solitaire he's playing. There's now blood all over it. Yes. And the one sparring with Tracy gets, well, he gets impaled on his own staff because he tries to swing it at Skurlock and Skurlock does not take kindly to that. There's a guttural growl from him at the idea of them fighting back. Tracy is stood on her feet, kind of trying to track his movements, but he's too fast and but he doesn't kill her right away. He slashes the tendons in her legs. And she like collapses to the ground, unable to properly move. And you hear Scarlock go up the stairs as the bell starts tolling to mark people dying. Okay. Kind of you get the first you get the two spirits from the bottom floor. Easy as. You basically just walk over to their cooling bodies, and the moment the spirit pops up, you're like, get in. Get in, losers, we're going shopping. (laughs) Do that to those two. Yeah. And you hear screaming from upstairs, and the sounds of flesh being torn. And potentially furniture splintering? Not unsettling at all. Um, You had to put money on it, you'd think Skurlock had probably thrown someone into a wall. Okay. There's no more spirits down here to claim. No. And you hear... You hear the bell go, like, five times in quick succession, like... And... Let's see, you've got four. Four of them go in fairly easily. They kind of drift towards you, almost sensing their compatriots. Yeah. But the last one hovers at the stairs, watching as Skurlock descends the stairs rather leisurely. You know, now his lovely suit is covered in blood. His fangs are fully extended and... He's almost, seems almost feral right now as he walks to where Tracy is, spasming in pain. Kind of grabs her by the chin and you can see the spirit just watching. It's a young man. It's about, he looks about 16. But there's a clear, he's missing a leg. Oh, He was clearly too injured to move with the others. Or maybe he gave up his space to someone else. You don't know. You probably won't ever know. And you both kind of in silent support of Tracy, in a way. You just watch as Skurlock kind of grabs her chin, whispers something in her ear, and she spits at him. Because she don't take this shit lying down. Well, he in a yeah, in a very in a very Mortal Kombat move, he slams his clawed hands into her ribcage, pulls out her heart, and crushes it. 
like full on like if you played Resident Evil Village the bit where Mother Miranda crushes Ethan's heart and like drinks his blood yeah that while that was happening although I was with one eye on it sort of thing I was hoovering up spirits with, with that they're trying to like Luigi's Mansion, yes, Blake edition, yeah, yeah, yes. I basically like, 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 like in, 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 sort of thing, as going along, sort of thing. Yeah, you do that. You get the young man from the stairs. He kind of walks over, lays a spectral hand on your shoulder, and just enters a jar. And there's a uh. Give me one more tune roll, because Skurlock has kind of disappeared outside, so he's going to go deal with Colin and Anthony. Okay. Okay. Um, that is two sixes. It's a crit, and it's strange how his crit does not feel good. Colin and Anthony recognize you, and almost they almost run to you in a way mainly because you are the friendly face in comparison to a fucking vampire. And Tracy just kind of watches all of this and kind of peruses. It takes a few minutes for her spirit to willingly enter. It's kind of... She's partly saying goodbye to everything and partly checking, even though as a spirit there's nothing she can do about it anymore but checking that they haven't left any hints behind before she enters the bottle. I screw the bottles all tightly shut. Um, I will address what needs addressing later, but now is not the time. And I... With all those successes, you only filled in two pieces of the Spirit Warden clock? It's You've not... still got ages. It's not the Spirit Warden clock I'm worried about. Yes. It's the Skurlock one I'm worried about. Skurlock is currently he's striding to the side, taking the staffs and smashing the lanterns on them. Oh, that's a fair point. Um, so has he? So he's killed um, everyone. The two outside as well, yeah. Okay, so they have. I've, I've, I've claimed both their spirits as well, yeah? Yes. You have every spirit. With, with every spirit holstered, um, I do my jacket back up, hiding it from view. And then... Um, I do walk back outside. There's well, about ten minutes that goes where you hear various sounds of things being smashed and splintered and dragging and you don't know what kind of whether he's leaving a message for those who would be in the know or whether he's just desecrating the corpses because he's an asshole mm. but you're just kind of stood outside looking at Colin and at Anthony who have been left on the floor to like, the cobbles are wet, but it's wet with their blood now. 
just kind of stand there staring. And then Skullock glides out almost. Like the feralness is gone and he's back to composed and in control. And he glides, completely ignoring the fact he gets Colin and Anthony's bloods all over his shoes. Doesn't care. And stops next to you. And raises an eyebrow as if to ask, are you done? Every spirit is gone. They will, they will be disposed of. Oh, yes. Discharging electroplasmic bullets at the scene of what is of multiple homicides would be a bit of a giveaway, so I appreciate your discretion in taking them away from the scene of the crime. Indeed. The less, the less we can... Well, the less we can draw both of us to. Well, you know what I mean. We don't want. To, we don't want more questions, do we? No, we don't. This is Matt trying to actually find the right words to say rather than what Blake would say. <laughs> so. I'm going to go take care of what I've got to take care of here. Where shall I meet you later? There's about a solid minute of silence as the pits he has for eyes just stare at you. But he does eventually kind of shakes his head and is like, There won't be no need for a further meeting. The man you seek is Cain Walsh. Is that C A I N or K N E? Cain. C A I N. Like the biblical. Cain Walsh. Hey, Dice, tell me if it's odd or even. It's an odd. The name is familiar, but you can't pinpoint from where. Okay. Research time when I get home. If it was even, I would have told you from where. But... Okay. You bitch. Okay, um, well, Scurlock, oh, I'll call him Sherlock again, Scurlock, and Blake sort of like tilts his, his, the top of it, the brim of his hat, good luck with, with your uh, future endeavours. May we never meet on the opposite sides of a battlefield. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll share with you again sometime. Take care. Gunlock kind of glides off ominously in that creepy way that he does. You could almost 
It's a bit like when an NPC isn't quite functioning properly, so they just kind of glide towards you instead of having any animations. He's just like ominous. Yeah. So if he wasn't a vampire, he'd T-pose away. <laughs> but no, um, all the murder and all the chaos and things of this isn't attributed to the gang. It's attributed to Skurlock, so you wouldn't take any heat or anything from this score. And in fact, you've gained a life debt with the gondoliers. This is it. And, at least for now, managed to fool the vampire lord of Osalus. Well, only, only partially fool. He did kill a lot of people. Professor Blake Marshall has succeeded. And succeeded well. Which can only mean that I'm going to face a lot of bad stuff in the future. But um, Blake's going to head back to the Peppermint Gorilla and um, there, there is a back room to the back room that has been built. Um, and in there is where Blake keeps his spirit bottles. And it's got various demon bane charms all around it. So peaks they can't be sensed by the spirit wardens. Clever boy. And he also can't be sensed by anyone who um, tries to um, connect to the ghost field. That's the idea anyway. Whether or not that's actually a thing that can happen, I don't know. But I'll um, look into it. Um, it's the sort of thing that Blake is very keen on keeping hidden, for sure. Um, yeah, that's why he will, like, when the time is right, I, we will talk. But you guys, for now, just rest as easy as you can. Well done. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Suffering. If you enjoyed it, check out everyone involved in the description and find the rest of the episodes on all podcasting platforms or at themindgame.org. And may your dice rolls go well, though we all know they won't.